Hello and welcome to the Mindful Kind podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Cable, author of the Mindful Kind book, mindfulness teacher and blogger at rachelcable.com. Each week, this podcast will bring meaningful tips, tools and strategies so you can manage stress and live more mindfully in the modern world. Hello and welcome to episode 304 of the Mindful Kind podcast about mindfulness and how it can help you boost your energy. This is a topic I covered a little bit in my online workshop, Three Secrets You Need to Know to Level Up with Mindfulness, but I think it's super interesting and I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into it on this episode. So just in case you're new to this podcast, I'll quickly describe what mindfulness is and give you a quick example too. So mindfulness is the practice of being present in the moment with an attitude of curiosity and open-mindedness. People have been practicing mindfulness for thousands of years through various religions and traditions, including Buddhism and yoga, and in more recent years, mindfulness has become more popular thanks to its accessibility and various research that suggests benefits including greater emotional intelligence, improvements in cognitive skills like attention and memory, and lower stress. I thought I'd give you a quick example of what a mindfulness practice can look like. So imagine you've gone for a walk through a garden and this time you're not actually being very mindful. You're thinking about a mistake you made at work last week and replaying it in your mind and worrying about what your colleagues might think of you. When you reach the end of your walk, you can barely remember anything about your experience of walking through the garden because you were largely focused on your thoughts about the past. Now let's take the same situation, but instead you're practicing mindfulness as you walk. You're noticing the world around you, the colours of the flowers in the garden and the feeling of the sunshine on your skin. You feel the solid ground underneath your feet as you walk and notice how your body feels. You might hear different sounds, birds singing or frogs croaking or even the sounds of traffic in the distance. When you start thinking about the mistake you made at work, you deliberately refocus your attention back on the present moment and the world around you. Now, there are a few important things to know about practicing mindfulness. First of all, there are many, many different ways you can incorporate mindfulness into your life. You can practice mindfulness through formal meditation or in less formal ways like gardening or knitting, eating or walking. Second of all, mindfulness is a practice. It can be challenging at first and your mind might wander a lot, which is completely normal. It might take some time and patience before practicing mindfulness starts to feel a little bit more natural for you. And thirdly, mindfulness can be a really helpful practice and for me it's enriched my life in so many different ways, but that doesn't mean it's perfect for every situation or that it will solve every problem that you might face in your life. Even if you have a consistent and supportive mindfulness practice, you will still probably face stresses. You might still need to work with a mental health professional for support or take medication to manage anxiety or depression or another condition. You can still benefit from other things that boost your well-being, like exercise or journaling or prioritizing sleep. So those are three things that are important to keep in mind. There are lots of different ways you can practice mindfulness. It's a practice that might be challenging, especially at first, and it's not meant to replace other things that might be good for your well-being. It's kind of like an ingredient in a cake. So mindfulness is like the walnuts in a banana and walnut cake. Sleep is the flour, 
exercise is the sugar, good support is the almond milk, and a healthy diet is the banana. You need all of those ingredients to make a yummy cake. Okay, now let's take a look at how mindfulness can help improve your energy. Please keep in mind that I'll be sharing a few of my own experiences, and because we're different people, you might not necessarily have the same experiences, and that's okay. I've had clients and students who started implementing mindfulness and noticed benefits faster than I did. Some have noticed completely different results, and some have faced challenges along their mindfulness journeys. So the first reason why mindfulness can help boost your energy is because it can help you improve your sleep quality. This was the first benefit I noticed in my own life when I started practicing mindfulness nearly 10 years ago. Rather than lying in bed night after night with my thoughts going kind of haywire, I loved being able to focus my mind on mindfulness techniques. They helped me feel less stressed and I began falling asleep much faster. Not every night was perfect, but the more I practiced, the easier it became to implement mindfulness at nighttime. Over a couple of months, I went from lying awake until well after midnight to falling asleep most nights around 10 or 11, and that was a massive deal for me. Not only did I stop dreading going to bed, but I had more energy during the day. I didn't feel as physically drained and exhausted as often, and since then, mindfulness has played a big role in my bedtime routine, along with other things that I've found helpful, like not drinking coffee after lunch and having time to wind down before sleep and waking up at the same time each morning. The second reason why mindfulness can potentially boost your energy is because it helps reduce emotional suppression. In my online course, Mindfulness Made Easy, I dedicated an entire module to mindful emotional awareness because I know this skill can be really important when it comes to acknowledging and processing emotions. Mindful emotional awareness can also reduce emotional suppression, which is something that I used to do quite a lot. Whenever I noticed an emotion that I believed at the time was bad or wrong, like stress, anger, jealousy, resentment, or depression, I consciously tried to ignore the emotion and pretend like it didn't exist. Not only does emotional suppression potentially lead to a variety of issues like lower self-esteem, physical symptoms like higher blood pressure, increased anxiety and depression, and problems with memory, but it can also drain your energy. Research has found that when you try to push away painful emotions and thoughts, it can actually lead to more painful emotions, creating this challenging cycle. I remember how draining it used to feel when I had to work so hard to ignore emotions and keep them locked away inside me. It was like trying to grip my teeth really tightly for hours at a time. I didn't know how to regulate my emotions very well and learning about mindfulness, particularly when it came to being non-judgmental about my emotions and letting them come and go, that was honestly life-changing for me. I might do another episode on this topic because I think it's really important. But for now, I just wanted to highlight that practicing mindfulness can lead to less emotional suppression, so you'll have more energy to spend on other things. The third reason why mindfulness can boost your energy is because it often encourages you to focus on one thing at a time. Multitasking might be convenient, even necessary sometimes, but it can be helpful to try and single task when we can. Focusing on one thing carefully at a time and giving it our full open-minded attention can help conserve energy. For example, try going for a mindful walk instead of walking and talking on your phone at the same time. Eat your lunch mindfully rather than eating while you scroll on social media. 
pay attention to someone when they're talking to you sometimes instead of thinking about your to-do list for the day ahead or watching the TV out of the corner of your eye. Take mindful breaks regularly to avoid multitasking all day long. We might feel like we're great at doing multiple things at the same time, but we're actually not. We're just switching our attention very quickly between multiple things, which uses up our energy. More specifically, multitasking uses up oxygenated glucose in the brain, which is the fuel that you use to focus on things. So by practicing mindfulness, you can help save this type of energy. So those are three reasons why mindfulness can help boost your energy. It can help improve the quality of your sleep, it can reduce emotional suppression, and it can encourage more single tasking, which can help save energy. Now, if you're thinking, okay, I'd really like to practice mindfulness more, but maybe you're not sure how, or maybe you struggle to be consistent, then I've got some really exciting news for you. My signature online course, Mindfulness Made Easy, is open for enrollment. Now, Mindfulness Made Easy isn't just a course about mindfulness. It's an amazing experience where you'll have all the support and accountability you need to create an incredible mindfulness practice that you can draw on for the rest of your life. You'll discover some of the key mindfulness techniques and how to apply them in really fun and meaningful ways so you can spend more time feeling present in the moment and less overwhelmed, stressed or scattered. Just head over to rachelcable.com forward slash podcast forward slash 304 to find out more and enroll today. You'll get exclusive access to my 555 mindfulness strategy, monthly Q&A videos so you can feel more supported on your journey with mindfulness, as well as access to the private Facebook group with me and all my other students where I'll be checking in with you each week and doing live videos and so much more. Again, just head over to rachelcable.com forward slash podcast forward slash 304. Click the link to find out more about Mindfulness Made Easy and grab your spot today. I can't wait to see you there. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you have a wonderful week, Mindful Kind. Mm-hmm.